The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. But we want to get to something that I'm sure that uh, you were watching closely last night, whether it was on TV, whether it was on social media. It was that third night of protests that unfolded in Minneapolis and St. Paul. I can tell you this afternoon an arrest has been made in the death of George Floyd. Uh, the, one of the police officers has been charged with third degree murder and manslaughter. We're going to have more on that coming up. Um, if you were watching last night, you know that protesters torched a police station as I mentioned, all part of angry demonstrations over the death of George Floyd. He was a handcuffed black man who pleaded for air as a white police officer kneeled on his neck for at least seven minutes. It was videotaped, and that video shows Floyd pleading that he is in pain, that he can't breathe. Then he shut his eyes, and the pleas stopped. He was pronounced dead a short time afterwards. Floyd was accused of trying to pass counterfeit money at a corner store at a news conference a short time ago. The governor of Minnesota, Tim Walls, said the world is watching and order needs to be restored. He made an impassioned plea for help doing that. I understand clearly there is no trust in many of our communities. And the differentiation between the Minneapolis Police Department that we witnessed losing trust of those they're there to serve is very difficult for people to make for those standing up here with me. I understand that. And I will not patronize you as a white man without living those, those lived experiences of how very difficult that is. But I'm asking you to help us. Help us use humane way to get the streets to a place where we can restore the justice so that those that are expressing rage and anger and demanding justice are heard. Not those who throw firebombs into businesses that are Communities of colors have worked so hard to build back up areas that were blighted at one time and are thriving because of their entrepreneurship and their hard work. A library in an area where our children, as we know, are institutionally put behind and the achievement gap for our communities of color is a shame on this state that we continue to admire by talking about and don't repair it. And that tool to help with that burned last night. So I want to just call out very, very clearly, as we put a presence on the street to restore order, it is to open that space to seek justice and heal what happened. I will not in any way uh, not acknowledge that there's going to be that pain, but my first and foremost responsibility to the state of Minnesota is the safety and security of all citizens. We cannot have the looting and the recklessness that went on. We cannot have it because we can't function as a society. And I refuse to have it take away the attention of the stain that we need to be working on is what happened with those fundamental institutional racism that allows a man to be held down in broad daylight. And thank God a young person had a camera to video it because there's not a person here or listening today that wonders how many times that camera's not there. These are tough questions. These are things that have been brewing in this country for 400 years.
These are things that have been brewing in this country for 400 years. Those are the words of Minnesota Governor Tim Walz uh, just a short time ago talking about what has happened in Minneapolis. Now, um, that press conference where the governor spoke came shortly before it was announced that fired officer Derek Chauvin uh, was taken into custody in connection to the death of George Floyd. As I mentioned, he's been charged with third-degree murder as well as manslaughter. Reggie Cicchini, the Global News Washington Bureau producer, joining us this afternoon. Reggie, welcome back to the show. Good afternoon. All right. So uh, give us an update uh, on the latest. I mean, that was an impassioned uh, speech from the Minnesota governor. um, And then uh, it was announced that these charges have been laid. Uh, What do we know on that front? And what about the three other officers, Reggie? So when it comes to the three other officers, we heard from the county attorney that uh, other charges are going to be laid uh, potentially in the days to come. But he said he wanted to start with the most serious uh, allegations uh, against what he said was the most dangerous perpetrator in this incident. And that would be uh, uh, the officer that's now facing a charge of third degree murder and manslaughter. Uh, He also did note that this is the quickest that they have ever moved when it uh, comes to charging an officer. And that uh, could potentially uh, help to well some of this violence that we've seen around the city but also around the country that they moved as expediently uh, expediently as they could uh in the days after uh this death uh nonetheless there are still a serious and 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 growing number of protests that are taking place around minnesota despite the fact that this news has now come out so um the governor was asked about uh the potential for martial law he said we cannot have the looting and recklessness that went on it's time for us to clean up our streets uh when it was asked about martial law if it should be considered he said certainly all the tools are there the national guard has now been called in and uh, another effort for them to try to quell uh by getting the minnesota police uh away from it and having the national guard take over what do we know of what the playbook is going to look like for tonight well, we know that the National Guard uh, was called in at the request of both the mayor, which then went to the governor, and that's what activated uh, uh, that kind of disbursement of, of the National Guard. And we've seen the troops kind of being set up around their large vehicles and kind of in lines uh, in and around the city. And we often see the National Guard called in in times of crisis, whether or not uh, it's kind of a, a political crisis or, or a crisis that we're seeing in terms of protest or in terms uh, of uh, essential needs when it comes to severe weather. So this is not uncommon for the National Guard to be there. Uh, What was uncommon is that we had the president simply saying that he was going to try and get the military involved in this because there are laws in the U.S. that forbid the military from acting on domestic soil, and the president would have to actually use uh, very strong and sweeping powers to get that to happen. Uh, I think that there is just an understanding that given the destruction and the violence that we saw in Minnesota over the last three days, uh, that they needed to ensure that they had an ability to be able to restore some of that order uh, while also trying to ensure that they are being sympathetic and empathetic to the cause that has led to all of this. Let's talk a little bit more about uh, President Trump. There was a news conference just a short time ago. He did not mention Minneapolis. He did not mention the arrest, but he was very uh, wordy on Twitter last night calling protesters thugs. He attacked the Minneapolis mayor, Jacob Frey, calling him weak, radical, a left mayor, and then talked about uh, when the looting starts, the shooting starts. There has got to be a lot of concern about this rhetoric fanning the flames. Yes. <laughs> 
Absolutely. And I mean, look, the president is notorious for politicizing uh, any situation that he is faced with, whether or not it's an actual political uh, uh, issue, whether or not it's it's the coronavirus outbreak or now uh, the death of an unarmed black man uh, at the hands of what is being called police brutality. Uh, the president's tweet overnight talking about that shooting and looting, uh, you know, it's a racially charged uh, statement that goes back to the 1960s in Miami when uh, a very, you know, racially charged um, uh, uh, police chief used those words when dealing uh, with with African-American communities in the city. And the president tried to walk it back earlier today uh, yeah. by saying, you know, he meant looting and shooting is what can happen. Uh, but it, but the words uh, do have some consequences, which is why it was flagged uh, as potentially going against the, the terms of Twitter services. Uh, but, you know, th- this this is simply how, how the president acts. And you're right. When he went to that press conference today, it was an opportunity to address what has become a national crisis. And he attempted to just kind of steer the page and try to bring things back to the coronavirus outbreak and the World Health Organization. Reggie, it's absolutely appalling to me that he did not talk about it at that news conference. He didn't take questions. He just walked away. What kind What kind of leader does that, says those words last night, then doesn't address it when, I mean, there's not just one protest happening in Minneapolis. There's protests all around the United States right now. Columbus, Ohio, Phoenix, L.A., Denver, New York, Louisville, Kentucky. I mean, it's just staggering to me. Absolutely. And I mean, when you're talking about the Louisville, Kentucky uh, riots last night, uh, there were uh, seven people that were injured uh, when shots uh, rang out as protesters were trying to actively flip over a police transport vehicle. And we heard uh, uh, Kentucky uh, uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell address the situation today. But you're right. This is kind of an appalling move for the president of the United States when there is a national crisis uh, that is, is, is not something that is new. We've seen these incidents take place time and time again, uh, and the president largely ignored it uh, simply because he had been pushed back on by a social media platform in the early hours of the morning uh, when the president was using inappropriate words to discuss the situation. It is worth noting here, though, during the coronavirus outbreak, President Trump said to the media when asked he would not take responsibility uh, if additional people died uh, because he acted too slowly. And you contrast that with the Minnesota governor today who was asked, can you assure us riots won't return tonight? And he said, I can't assure you, but the responsibility if that happens falls on me that is the difference in leadership uh between people who are actively concerned about their citizens and residents and the president who's concerned about his own image reggie just want to touch on one more thing before i let you go i know it's a busy day for you uh the arrest of a cnn reporter today uh omar jimenez can you tell us about that what happened there yeah, look, this this kind of shows how tense the situation is in Minneapolis. Uh, you know, from what we saw on TV, uh, police had kind of pushed them out of the way to try and get them out of, uh, you know, an area where police were actively trying to close in on. And when the reporter uh, attempted to ask police, you know, you tell us where to go. Uh, we don't want to get in your way. They kind of stared him down. And when the camera turned around, you saw the cuffs being put on the reporter. He showed his badge very clearly. He showed that he was a reporter because there was a camera with him. Uh, and nonetheless, he was still uh, he was still, uh, you know, taken into custody and taken to a police station. Uh, you know, the police department tried to walk this back later by saying that they weren't aware that he was a member of the media. But, you know, it's, it's kind of a nice try on their part, but nobody's going to buy into that. Uh, and it led to yet again, the governor of the state taking the responsibility for that miscommunication and apologizing to the media, which, again, is in stark contrast to the president who oftentimes blames the media.
Reggie, I want to thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, Reggie Cicchini, the Global News Washington Bureau producer. So again, uh, the police officer, the, the 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 police officer who is seen in that video kneeling on George Floyd's neck for up to seven minutes has been arrested. Uh, his name is Derek Chauvin. He has been charged with third degree murder and manslaughter. I can tell you just a short time ago that the U.S. Attorney General William Barr says, "quote He's confident justice will be served in the death." Um, Barr said in a statement that the videos of the death were harrowing to watch and deeply disturbing. The Justice Department and FBI are conducting an investigation to determine whether federal civil rights laws were broken and went on to say that federal officials were working with local law enforcement to ensure relevant evidence is collected as quickly as possible.